Warning, this podcast contains strong language, graphic nudity, and depictions of extreme stupidity and is meant only for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Or not, you do you. Hi. Hi. I'm Amanda. Apparently, I'll tell you my name this episode. I'm Evan. And this is the worst podcast on Mars, little baby, tiny, small, mini, fun, size, Snickers, bit of a worst podcast on Mars reviews days edition. I said a lot of words. This is the podcast where we talk music and... Um, that sentence had too many syllables. Apologize. I'm sorry. Which um, actually we'll get into later. Um this is a podcast where we talk music, we take an album, we give you a little bit of history behind it, we listen to it, give you the reviews, and this week we're doing Cage the Elephants, Thank You, Happy Birthday. Evan, when was it released? One. One, one. One, one. So January 11th, 2011. Yes. That's Juan's birthday. You've heard the story of Juan, right? I think so. Yeah, that's Juan's birthday. Hole in one, but ching. Okay, so speaking of, do you know why golfers wear two pairs of pants? Why? In case they get a hole in one. Evan. Continue. Evan. Shut up. So I'm gonna give you a little bit of history behind it. It's not much, just um, like because for for some of these smaller ones, there isn't as much information about it. So um, thank you, happy birthday is Cage the Elephant's second second studio album and has a wide variety of genres it's got alt rock grunge a film noir twang a 50s ballad sound hardcore blitz and 80s music that was all inspired by their time not only growing up but living in london between their first album and this one they didn't want to be one specific style they realized that cage the elephant could be whatever they wanted the band to be and that was evident here one article noted that, quote, the album as a whole resembles an ever-changing playlist. According to Reddit, the name Thank You Happy Birthday comes from artist Daniel Johnston. After a festival performance, Johnston apparently said this and it stuck. However, according to the same Reddit thread, the group wanted the album to be like a present when you got it. <laughs> the first part was cited from an article of random facts for the band, the last part had no reference, so take that as you will. <laughs> it's a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah. You just put a shuffle on, you're like, ooh, what kind of style are we listen to now? Yeah, so thank you to Review Cage the Elephants. Thank you, Happy Birthday by Maria Del Carmen. Uh, Maria Del Carmen Barrios published January 21st, 2011 on StanfordDaily.com. Thank you to Cage the Elephant on new album, Thank You, Happy Birthday by Alan DePerna. Not Brandon Perna. Um, published February 23rd, 2011 on Guardian. Uh, no, that's that word is guitarworld.com. And thank you, too. On Thank You, Happy Birthday, Cage the Ele Elephant Opened a Door by Ed Brown. Published June 28th, 2022 by treblezine.com. So for these minis, one of us picks it and has to tell why. And the person that didn't pick it has to give their review. So I picked this one. I want to tell you why I picked it. Why did you pick it? Because Borderlands. It's good enough reason. Sure. I picked it. Um, I didn't consider Cage the Elephant until we did our episode for Bex Odelay. I remember you mentioning Cake being similar and I brought up Cage the Elephant, although at the time I'm pretty sure I did it because I got the names mixed up. <laughs> I decided to pick them anyway because of a specific song. 
I've talked a lot about uh, a lot before about the different stations we listen to at work, and one of them plays "Shake Me Down" by Cage the Elephant. From the very first time I heard it, I was hooked. I immediately sought that song out and added it to my library. It's so good. But like other artists that we've come across, that's literally all I've done. So I thought this was a good opportunity to finally take time to listen to a full album of theirs. So that's the reason I picked it. Okay. So now I gotta lick it. Give me your review. So your experience with KG Elephant is one song, correct? Correct. That is my experience with KG Elephant, but it is a different song. Yes. It is a song that I can't think of the name of. Ain't no rest for the wicked. From it was used in the Borderlands intro. That's really my experience with them. Uh, so I, I guess I had a general idea of what to expect, and I'm going through it and I'm listening to it. And I'm like, oh, okay, I recognize Aberdeen mm-hmm. as well. But that was my experience with it. And I listened to it, and I have a question for you. So you were saying that you were getting Cake and Cagey Elephant mixed up. Yes. Correct? I don't think listening to it that that is a, I guess, accurate comparison. I I guess I would compare it more to like a Neon Trees. Can I clarify, though? Okay. Cage starts with a C and an A. And I don't know if you know this, but you start spelling cake with a C and an A. And then... And then there's an F-U in there as well. At the end of it, both words end with an E. So in my mind... I say cake the elephant (laughs) because I get them confused that way. It's very easy to do. I didn't say it was because it it did not have anything to do with the actual music. Okay. I thought that you, that that was one of your experiences that you got the music confused. No, you're just, you just don't know how to read. Okay. Did you ask me? Yes. No. Prove it. You just assumed that it had something to do with the music. You didn't say, why do you get that? You don't care anything do you, about me. Do you know what happens when you assume? You make an ass out of Evan. You're right about half the time. <laughs> what? You're right about 60% of the time, and it works all the time. <laughs> Close enough. Just move on. So, I, like I said, I'm familiar with them enough that I kind of knew what to expect. But... It get it's not it's kind of like the national in a sense that I know what it is it's a little bit light it's a little bit lighter side for me but I can get why people would like it you know I don't think they had a huge as far as I'm aware they don't have a huge following they're more one of those dedicated let's say they have a they're not going to do like an arena tour, I don't think, but they'll sell out like four or 5,000 seat venues. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they have this following that some others do, which is weird at, on some point because of how much, I think, of how much appeal that this could have to different people. You know, yeah, you don't like this song, but wait five minutes. 
It's, it's like the weather in Ohio. Just wait five minutes and you'll get something different. It, that, that is not wrong. So, I don't necessarily care for a complete tonal shift like that in one album. I don't mind you're going to do an album of country, you're going to do an album of punk. You know, don't try and do a split album of country and punk. You know, it, it doesn't... Typically, it doesn't work well, and my ears don't like it. So I think it was a little too all over in terms of following it in one album. You know, if I put on, if I listen to it as, hey, listen to this playlist, this is a, this is music that they've released in their career. Like, this is like a greatest hits album, just what they've done over the course of 10 years great this is what they did over the course of two months uh, it's a little it's a little king gizzard and the lizard wizard they've been around for 10 years they've released blues country jazz thrash uh electronic acoustic but they usually stick to a theme per album you know that's that's a, a close idea of what this band is to me but it's you put all those albums together mm-hmm. so i don't i don't think it works for me as an album i think it works for me as a career does that make sense yeah kind of i think it, it's a little too it's a little too much in one sitting okay so so you didn't keep anything no, but I knew I knew a couple things off of here. And I will give it a B minus because of cake. I would love to see your grading rubric for these things. You want to see my grading rubric? I'm pointing to invisibility. It doesn't <laughs> exist. It's just there. So my my grading rubric is the same as Brandon Perna's power rankings on that's good sports. It is just a wheel of chaos. That's you. Yeah. So as I said earlier, I really picked this album because of Shake Me Down. So I already knew I would like that, but I really didn't know what to expect from the album, especially after reading more about it. I also really did like Ain't No Rest for the Wicked, which I know isn't on here, but I was already leaning more on the po- positive side. So. By that, I mean, I knew I loved Shake Me Down, and I knew I liked Ain't No Rest for the Wicked, so I'm like, oh, I will probably like this. Yeah, this, once I'm starting to listen to it more, You're like, with my experience, I'm like, this This is this is her music. This isn't, this isn't for me, but it's not bad. Just like, we talked, what, like, I don't know, at this point, a month ago, about Number of the Beast. It's not music for you it's more music for me but it's not necessarily bad right so these i go track by track um so starting with always something right away i really like this one the darker sound got me hooked immediately i'm hoping that the rest of the album follows suit aberdeen this was really good too and i could really hear the grunge influence in it i i kept this one now before i go any further do you know what aberdeen is about Three and a half minutes. So, do you know where Aberdeen is? No. Washington. Do you know who's from Aberdeen? Cobain? Yeah. 
That's why this one had a grunge influence. Mm. Um, so Indie Kids. This one was a little harder and gave me punk feels. It started off great for me. Then towards the end, I didn't care for it, so I didn't keep it. Which one? Indie Kids. Uh, Shake Me Down. I still love this one. I don't know why I like this one so much. It's just so good. It's been in my playlist for years. Uh, 2024. This punk vibe was better than Indie Kids, but I still didn't like it, so I passed on it. Sell Yourself. This one I thought was okay. I didn't like it as much as um, Always Something or Aberdeen, but I kept it anyway. Rubber Ball. I was surprised at this one. It was a complete change from the first part of the album. I really liked it. It was slow and relaxing. Right before my eyes. I didn't know this one by name, but I recognized it immediately from that first chord. I hear this one all the time on that vinyl experience station. I never knew it was Cage. I like this song, but didn't know it enough to be able to find it so I could add it. Um, I made sure to add it to my library this time. Which, that's a thing I do. So that, that phone that we use as a radio sits on my desk at work. And sometimes when I hear a song that I like, I will look at the phone, but it doesn't always show you what's playing. And yes, I know Shazam is a thing, but it's hard when you're in an office to open up Shazam and get it to listen. So I miss out a lot. Um, around my head. This one was really catchy. I really liked it. It reminded me of Phantom Planet a bit, so I kept it. Sabretooth Tiger. This one had the punk feel to it that I actually like. It's a mixture of punk, alternative, and emo, and I kept it. Japanese Buffalo. My first thought, what a chaotic mess. <laughs> it started off awful in my opinion, but got better towards the end. I didn't keep it because I didn't like the beginning at all, but this one might grow on me after a while. There's some that, yeah, you know, it was the same way with Master Puppets. I didn't like it. I No, that's the only track I kept, but I ended up, after our second run through with it, I ended up adding it specifically because I loved the guitar so much. And Stranger Things helped with that, by the way. Um, flow. I really liked the way this one started out. The melody was fun. I ended up liking the whole song, so I added it too. Doctor, 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 help me, help me, help me. No, no, no. <laughs> I really like this one too. I just like the overall sound of it. And Carry Me In. I also really like this one. To me, it reminded me of Radiohead's exit music for a film from OK Computer. Just the more mellow vibe with an eerie sound to the voice. I really liked it. Overall, I was really impressed with the album. Like I said, I wasn't sure what to really expect from it after reading the background, but knowing the few songs I did, I was hoping that it would be good, and I was right. I really liked a good chunk of it, which I don't think I was expecting, really. I am interested in going back to their debut, because just about everything I read about this one referred to it as their anticipated follow-up, which makes me think their debut must have been really good as well. So I'll be checking that one out for sure. And based I th on... I think their debut has an arrest for the Wicked. Okay. Uh, based on how much I like this one, I'm really interested in checking out the rest of their stuff. So I kept everything except Indie Kids 2024 and Japanese Buffalo, and I gave it an A. So I was really happy with it. An A for cake? A for cake. Because it's, it's in there. It's the second letter. I can spell. So do you have anything else you want to say before we close it out? Kind of. Now you've given, you've unwillingly 
giving me a project to work on that I will unveil at some point in the future. I will, we will have dedicated time to discussing my rubric at some point in the near future. So I hope this sickness that I have will slowly kill me, but just kill me before this happens. I have a question for you. Are you down with the sickness? Ooh, ah, 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 ah. Thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram and threads at Worst Pod on Mars. You can find us on Facebook at Worst Podcast on Mars. You can support us by leaving us a rating or a review wherever you listen to this on. Um, you can send us an email, worstpodonmars at gmail.com, and give us a suggestion for these little small Tuesday episodes. But come back on Fridays where we do longer-ish episodes um, working off that Rock and Roll Hall of Fame list of 200 definitive albums. So... Thanks for listening, and I'm going to... Go die in a corner now. Yeah, that sounds good, but goodbye.